listening you have to host the podcast i'm sorry it's not what you think it's going to be like it's really hard (laughs) if you guys can like i don't know maybe after you're done podcasting like maybe rescue me Pretty awesome. Oh god. It's coming. <laughs> I gotta hide. Welcome to the Salt Report podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds to shout all their salt regarding video games, cosplay, and all things nerdy. Jake Lionheart could not join us tonight because he has been taken by the anime titty car gods. And so it has been left to me, Kay, to host the podcast. And with me tonight is Nikki. Hey. And Jessie, making her hat trick return onto the podcast. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Makes you think of Shin Chan, yo. <laughs> I'm not saying that I called the anime titty car gods on Jer- on Jake so that I could be on the show. You call him Jake. I almost called him Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start. Yeah, we are. Just Drake. dealt with like an hour of technical difficulties. I'm sorry. And now here we are. And the sponsor in our hearts is, for some reason, King Osiris from Dark Souls 3. What did you call him again, Jesse? <laughs> Tentacle Mouth McLady Hands. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, it's that. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, like, a little, a little mini show where, uh, Nikki shows me Souls bosses and I rename them. Yeah, we can. Do I would. I watch that. Let's do that. <laughs> Why don't we just? We'll just have to play Dark Souls, and it'll be fine. <laughs> and I just okay. rename all the bosses. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Wasn't that like a meme thing for a while, where you sp- you're supposed to describe a picture of something you've never seen before, or whatever, and guess what it is? I'm pretty sure that was a meme thing for a while. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was sending pictures of things to your mom and having her. Yeah, name them. There's one for like Neopets and one for JoJo. Yeah, there was one yeah. for Amiibos and it was yeah. That's so funny. 
It was pretty great. But anyway. You should do that. I'm going to do that, and I'll record it, and then I'll edit it, and then I will post it, and it'll be special. It'll be it'll special. Be great. Because I've never edited anything in my life, oh my so God. it's going to be great. We're going to do this, Jesse. We're going to do this tonight. I'm going to stay up and do it. And All I'm going right. to send it to Jake, and he's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're gonna get to the like moon, divine moon. What is he? The divine, the 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 moon <laughs> presence. He's talking about the moon presence. Bloodborne now. Yeah, I mean it's we still a Souls game. Dummy. It's still God. a Souls game. People still call it Souls games, and I'm gonna be uh, like, that one's Daddy Vore me. Stop. <laughs> We've been. It, it has Stop. been three minutes. We've been recording for Stop. three minutes. Stop. Let's get into some pre-salt, please. Stop. Please, can we do that? Or are we yeah. gonna keep Okay. Yes. yes. Alright. I just got I just got more bleach cosplay bullshit yeah. in here. I've been working on that costume. Um Good. more on that later in the podcast, but yeah, I've got the Hakama part mostly done. I still need to dye some fabric because I've been lazy about it because I hate dyeing fabric so much. Um and I'm really, really excited. I'm hoping this weekend I'm gonna get to start on Suzume Bachi, her uh needle finger thing and i'm really excited to do that because that'll be fun um i finally started playing magikarp jump again i took like a week and a half off of that for no real reason other than i just kind of forgot that i had it on my phone for a little while (laughs) um but i am level 46 now i think yeah because my magikarps are level 56 so that's good, just trying to, like, beef up all the little food and training things you can get uh, up to level 50 as I get them, which is very expensive with the coins, but thankfully you earn coins really quickly, so it's okay. There's even, I have the little Meowth guy that just gives you a couple thousand coins every couple of hours, so. Yeah, get Charizard, because um, he also gives you, like, anywhere yeah. between two to, like, five thousand coins. And, it's, like, a little, it's a little harder to earn diamonds, but I am saving them up for him. Mm-hmm. I've got Greninja, which is like the lamest Pokemon ever. <laughs> he's always doing cool. the like, he's always doing the stupid like Naruto ninja hand signs thing. He I never does anything ninja. else because this is a really cheap app game and he doesn't have that many animations. <laughs> it's like, Greninja's cheering for you makes ninja sign. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um... But yeah, I've been playing that a little bit more. It's still fun. I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say about Magic Card Jump. I'm still kind of in the heel league. Um, and I think I want to say the next one might be the last, or maybe there's one more after that uh, before they have to start adding them with uh, releases, but I'm not sure. Um, I played a tiny bit more near, like right before we started recording. Nice. For like not even that much, that long, like an hour just doing a little bit of side questing and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Last time I had unlocked the fast travel system right before we recorded, and like that makes this game a lot less annoying to deal with because <laughs> I don't have to get lost in the city every time I want to go somewhere. I can't, can't find Pascal's Village? No problem. Warp there. It's no problem. So, yeah, it's been a little nicer. And then uh, Night Trap... 25th anniversary edition finally has a release date. Hey! <laughs> finally. It is coming out August 15th on uh, PSN and Steam. 
it's it's going to come out on Xbox One, but they don't have a release date for that yet, so... (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Xbox One. (laughs) Is that still a thing? Who even cares? We're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Xbox. Xbox. I don't fucking care. I said it. I fucking said it. Here we we on the Salt Report podcast are restarting the console wars from, like, what is it now, 15 years ago? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, there Xbox. goes our our uh, our strong Xbox sponsorship that they were going to give us. Fuck Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft just called me and they were like, we can't sponsor you anymore. We already heard in the future that you were talking shit. <laughs> Windows 10 sucks and stop yeah, trying does. to force Microsoft Edge on me, Fuck you, you weirdos. Fuck you, Windows 10. Fuck you. You can't. You cannot trick me into using Microsoft Explorer no matter how hard you try. (laughs) They only kept it because businesses were like, what do we do with our Explorer? Yeah, I can confirm there's some government agencies that I have to work adjacent to that refuse to upgrade Internet Explorer, (laughs) and I hate it. Chrome or Firefox. It's free. You don't even... It's free. Yeah, Yeah. First thing I do on any computer is open up Internet Explorer and download Chrome and then delete Internet Explorer. <laughs> you make Internet Explorer get so excited. Like, it's like, oh, someone's <laughs> using me. And then you download Chrome and it's like. Oh. Yeah. Basically. Right, but that's my pre salt. Oh, is that, it's my turn already? Yeah, it yes, is. It's fast when Jake's not here. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Dream Daddy. I have Dream Daddy now. It's so exciting. Oh, God. Oh, my God, you guys. I got it. I got it. I got Dream Daddy. Daddy, Daddy. Dream. Dream Daddy. I did heard. You know that, did you know I got Dream Daddy? I heard. So, it happened Sunday, I think? I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen with my friends, and uh, my friend Steph was like, Nikki, give me your Steam. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we should be Steam buddies. And then we were just playing, and then uh, her spouse was like, hey, Nikki. I'm like, yeah, Alex? And they're like, you should check your Steam. I'm like, why? I'm like, oh, there's a gift here from Steph. <laughs> and they gifted me Dream Day. I'm like, what the fuck, you guys? And they were like, surprise! I was like, no! And they were like, yes! And I almost started crying because <laughs> I was so happy. Because, I don't know, this past week's been rough, but it was good. And I made a daddy, and it <laughs> he ended up looking like Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> she texted me a picture. I was like, why did you make me in Dream Daddy? <laughs> It's same hair. Same hair. I was like, red hair is kind of cool, and I like this cut. And I'm going to give him the little, like, the little, yeah, mouth, like a cat. And Jesse's like, why did you make my, my dad Sona? <laughs> and me too. So I named him Jesse Grayson, because <laughs> it sounded very dadly. Um, also, isn't Grayson, like, Robin or something. Yeah, Dick Grayson is. Yeah, yes. yeah, m- one of yeah. my favorite Robins. See, that's what I thought. So I thought Grayson because Grayson makes me think Robin and Jesse likes. Now Grayson. he's Nightwing. Now yeah. it's Nightwing. Now it's well, in AU where I'm Nightwing. 
<laughs> well, he's great, and I only played like ten minutes of it, and then I went back to Final Fantasy fourteen because I was <laughs> playing it with my friends at the time. Like that's uh, all I've been doing. My uh, friend played the entirety of it. Like she played all the routes uh-huh. trunk. Oh jeez, <laughs> well. that's awesome. <laughs> Go her. I hear it gets pretty dark. Yeah, there are some dark routes. There's some. Which Isn't that I kind thought, of a thing with those dating games? Like, there's always yeah, one that's yeah. creepy and weird. See, and that's what I thought was really cool, is that that's, like, a big thing in a lot of the uh, Japanese dating sims, and they stuck with that. Like, they were like, yeah. Yeah, the bad endings be, are always really bad. Like, really bad. So, I'm excited to play. I hope I get a good ending. Um, I think I'm going to try and date Cryptid Dad, because he's Cryptid cute. Dad is my favorite. And then I want to try for uh genji dad and then um (laughs) and then lucio dad (laughs) i don't know i'll I'll date all the dads it's gonna be good uh like five minutes into the game i already love your daughter like so much she's so cool i love her i want to protect her from everything amanda yeah i believe in her I believe in her so much. I already, like, pulled a big dad thing in the beginning. She's like, oh, God, why are you like this? I'm like, yes, I'm being a dad. It's good. So I will have updates next week on my dad venture. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I know I keep talking about Final Fantasy XIV. I can't seem to go, like, one sentence without bringing it up. But I finished the base game, A Realm Reborn, and I'm now in Heaven's Ward, and it is fucking lit! I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, uh, Realm Reborn was really boring up until the final cutscenes, and I was in a Discord chat with my friends, and I was like screaming, and they were laughing at me. And they were just like, thank god we were here when you were watching this. Like, they were so happy. Like, Steph was really happy that she got to hear me yell about it. And then Alex was really sad that they didn't get to hear me yell about it. So, I have good friends that like to hear me scream and cry about things. Um, let's, oh, I got a new car. That I think everyone <laughs> knows that by now because of Twitter. <laughs> but it's it's been like two weeks now since new car. And it's great. It's the most expensive thing I own, and I'm terrified, and it's in my name, so it's my car. It's it's mine. It's it's, it's a yours. 2015. That's exciting. It's a Mazda 3. I love her. I love her so much. I love her more than my previous relationship from, it, like, a year ago, and it's going to be great. I love this car. This car is my baby. The first thing my mom said to me when she saw it was, I didn't think you actually got this car, and you should post this somewhere and make Jesse repost it so she who shall not be named gets to see it. I'm like, no. (laughs) Mom, please. Your mom added me on Facebook, by the way. Oh, good. (laughs) She wants your phone number, by the way. Oh, my God. (laughs) She can have it. She wanted to text you something. I anyway, sorry. This is a podcast. This is serious business. This Talking is serious. About my mom, sorry, professional. Kay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's all I got. Car. Oh, uh, it's really hazy here right now. Like just in the past two days, and I guess it's because Canada's on fire. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> all of Canada is on fire. Like if you just look up in the United States right now, you just see flames. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's like it is smoky out and there are no fires like in the area and I guess it was on the news last night and they were just like yeah uh, Canada's on fire the smoke finally reached us Hooray. rip Canada yeah yeah. No, ha- hazy is pretty much my entire way of life in Utah because of the whole mountain valley thing. Oh. It just kind of hangs in the air. Yeah. When it's really bad in the wintertime, sometimes you can actually smell the exhaust that's hanging in the air. That's when you know it's bad. Unfortunate. Yeah. That's wild. There's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't live in Utah, and that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird, like, because I woke up this morning and the sun was like orange because of all the smoke, and I was just like, "Whoa, what's going on?" But... Is it the apocalypse? No, Canada's just on fire, so it might be the apocalypse. <laughs> it might be the apocalypse of Canada's on fire. I wish that people would stop using the bathroom during this podcast. <laughs> I can't hear anything. <laughs> can't oh, thank goodness! Because I I'm mean, like... it might pick up on audacity, but I don't. I don't. Who takes want... a good editor? No one will know. professional guys i need a recording studio just so i can be professional me too then maybe i can use my mic um who the fuck is that uh yeah so i think that's that's all i got like yeah dang we're going really fast because jake isn't here (laughs) well that's what i'm here for oh good yeah um, I, time to grind this podcast to a halt. Wait, wait, wait don't skip. Wait, okay. What's, I'm, I even had a lot of notes. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, Dream Daddy, Car, uh, Weather. Uh, uh, yeah, I got, I got nothing. I, okay, everyone should play fourteen. Come to Leviathan. We're the cool kids. Good nah. luck getting in, though. Yeah, <laughs> four a.m. Four a.m. <laughs> Just fucking do it. All right, are okay. are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. So, first thing I have on my list to talk about. I don't. This isn't really nerdy. So I hope you guys yeah, are is. ready. Go for uh, it. The totally Handmaiden. Works. I if I don't talk about this movie, I'd be a fraud because I bought it right after I saw it. Like I literally watched the movie and went on Amazon and bought it. And like the DVD just came to me the other day and I like held it and cried a little bit. Um, One of the best thriller films I've seen in a really long time. It has those gothic Jane Eyre vibes of like what the frack is happening right now. The cinematography is beautiful and you get a happy ending for your lesbians. Like, neither of them die. There's no, like, tragic I lesbian stories. I the lesbians were a fraud in that, so I stayed away. No. You, okay, so here's the thing. I thought it was a lie. Do you, do you want me to, uh, do you want, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but halfway through the film. Wait, um, is it on Netflix? No, it's not. Where can oh, I watch boo. it? Um, Amazon. I think if you have a Prime account, you can watch it I for have free. Prime. Yeah. Okay. Um, so watch it. Yeah, that's what we're gonna have to do, Nikki and I. Uh, so halfway I... through the movie, you are gonna feel like it's a fraud. Um, okay. But it turns out you have to watch the whole thing. You have to watch it all the way to the end because if people didn't watch it all the way to the end, they're gonna think, oh. But uh, the girls, the basically they both have ulterior motives and they think that they're fooling each other. Or they think they're fooling the other one, uh, but then at the end they talk about it, and then they end up fooling the guys instead. Nice. So you have to watch the film all the way through because you're gonna. So real talk. I thought you were talking about The Handmaid's Tale. No. And I was like, 
until you started actually talking about it. And then I was like, oh, no, that's not the same thing. So the premise (laughs) of this film, it's a Korean film. um, And the premise goes like this. There is uh, this really rich guy. Um, who's obsessed with Japan and England in Korea living on this mountain. So he builds this mansion that's like Japanese um, English style and makes like his employees dress Japanese and speak Japanese, even though they're all Korean. Um, and there's this other guy who's uh, kind of a con artist and he's pretending to be a duke and he wants to marry the rich guy's niece. Um, or it's his wife's niece and his wife is dead. So he's planning on marrying his wife's niece, which is gross to begin with. And the Duke is planning to marry her and then have her thrown in a madhouse. He says he's going to have her thrown in a madhouse and then steal all of her money. So he goes to this kind of like con family um, and hires one of the girls to be her maid and to like help the, the rich guy's niece um, her name is Hidako, I think, uh, help, like, her fall in love with him. That's what he tells um, Suki, the, the the criminal girl he hires. And uh, she, her job is basically to, like, tell him, to tell Hidako all the time, oh, this is happening because the Duke is such a good guy and blah, 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 blah. But she ends up falling in love with Hidako. Um, and they're... Don't spoil the movie. I'm not. And, and I was just going to say that um, then the movie progresses from there. And it also tells you from the point of view of Suki and from the point of view of Hidako. Um, and it's going to be in Japanese and Korean with subtitles. And they color uh, the subtitles. They color code them. So you what? know um, when they're speaking Japanese and when they're speaking Korean because it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Um but I really recommend the film. It is a thriller, so there are some, I don't want to say scary, but there's, like, spooky parts. There's parts that are a little dark. Um, it is a pretty dark movie, but it has a happy ending. So if you're afraid that, like, oh, you're going to make me sad, Jesse, I promise you, just make it through the whole movie. You're, <laughs> you're, you're not going to regret it. It's one of my favorite films, and um, I, I really it set the bar high for me as far as, like, uh, LGBTQ films and... Um, the fact that people, you know, like always just kind of discredit foreign films as being not as good because of budget reasons. And I'm like, this film is gorgeous. Um, and so, I mean, it kind of set the bar. I'll talk about it later, but it set the bar really high for me as far as uh, Atomic Blonde and how they dealt with things. Um, I will say, because Atomic Blonde is on my uh, pre salt as well, um, I love the soundtrack, I loved the color palettes. I love how when they went 80s, they went 80s without... It's really interesting because I, uh, I I talked to my friend about this, but the makeup and the hair and the clothing really wasn't that 80s, um, hmm. but the vibe was. So I, I feel like it was all part of the, like, it's based on a comic book, so it's kind of like ba- like trying to go with like a sort of surreal vibe, um, and it takes place uh, right before the Berlin Wall comes down. Uh so I I mean like the action was great, soundtrack was great. It's like I ghost produced the soundtrack. Like <laughs> it's everything I would have picked for that movie, I think. Um and the action scenes, like on I mean, how can you not want Charlize Theron to kill you though? Like Yeah. 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 For real. It's just it's just amazing. Yeah. And Sophia was also gorgeous in that film. 
Um, so I, hi- I highly recommend great acting, but I just have some issues that I'll talk about later. But like, I think like overall the film, it's, I don't think it's something, um, that I would buy, but it's something that I was good to go see in theaters, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I mean, I don't want to take up time in the pre-salt, but like, if you guys do need me to take up time, I we did do. write in the, I did write in the Google. I really want to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, um, i don't I'm, like this story i'm gonna i'm gonna tell the story nikki's already heard it um but Kay hasn't and you guys haven't the listeners you guys that aren't listening oh, to me right no. now uh this is a time buckle your seatbelts. so i went to my i went to panera with my friend raven um and she was the same person who pointed out that lucio's hair things were speakers by the way just shout oh, out no. uh so we went to panera we're eating lunch together and she's like, I need, we're, we were talking about weird porns we've seen, as you do with your friends, like when you're hanging when out you're Panera, in Panera. In Panera, right? It's so funny because people always have business meetings in this Panera we go to. I don't know why, but there's always like office people. And then me and my friend are talking about terrible porn. So she's like, I need to tell you. She looks at me and she's like, I need to tell you this terrible hentai i watched and she's like you're gonna ask me why i watched the whole thing and she's like but once i explain to you what is happening you're gonna understand why i had to finish the story so i was like okay right so she she starts talking to me and she the story begins with uh this girl in the school getting uh kind of like well she is getting like molested by her principal right and the reason is that the you know how freaking hentai's are always like soap operas as well. Her dad is in the hospital, and um, they couldn't afford the medical bill, so they took out a bunch of money. And the principal now owns their house, and so he's taking advantage of both daughters, and then the mom. Right? So they. <laughs> So the younger sister goes back to her older sister and she's like, this happened to me at school today. And the older sister's like, oh, I'm sorry. I tried to keep this from you. Like, I tried to, like, have it stop with me, whatever. And then the younger sister is like, well, that's okay. And then she's like, I love sex now, though. So we're going to have sex. No. So then the younger sister and the older sister start having sex meanwhile the mom is downstairs cooking and she's like i've let my daughters down right she's like cooking and she's depressed and the the freaking the secretary that works for the principal comes to the house and she's like i have a proposition for you and the the mom is like I don't trust you because the daughters had like said that oh the the secretary's in on it and the secretary is like trust me so then the mom and the secretary are going upstairs meanwhile the sisters are like having sex with the door open right and one sister's like holding the other sister's titty in her hand and the mom's like I really love to see my children bonding (laughs) no then the secretary and the mom start having sex on the same bed where the daughters are having sex. At this point, I'm staring at the pattern behind my friend's head on the, like, booth, and I'm astral projecting into it because I'm like, what is even going on? 
So then the secretary's plan was to go to the, um, to go to the vault, right? So she goes to the vault inside the principal's office and, uh, the principal's son, who's also been having sex with all these girls, by the way, cause I guess that's how they roll. Um, she, she, the principal's son comes in and she's like, you know, you're not as much of a man as your dad. And he's like, I bet I am. And, oh my God. And, um, she's like, well, if you were really a man, you would take all of their money. All of it. You could bleed them dry. And the son is like, you're right. And then they have sex because, you know, it's a hentai. They got to put sex in everything. So then they go to the house, the secretary and the principal's son. They go to the house with the mom and the two daughters. I don't know where the dad is at this point. He might as well be dead because you never see him again. And, uh, and they show up and the, the principal goes, here's the, I mean, the frick, the secretary goes, here's the deal. Your dad could satisfy all these women. If you can satisfy all these women within this one night before the sun comes up, then, uh, then you get the house and the rest of their money. If not, they get their house back. Right. Oh and, God. uh, you, you and your dad have to like leave them alone. <laughs> so the the son's like all right i can do that so he starts having sex and first it's just like he's taking turns and all the women are like we're not satisfied your dad is better right then there's one part that is burned into my mind where he lines them all up so their butts are in the air and he's like no listen he just dips in like he's just going from and there's so many reasons why that's wrong like there's an inception of reasons why this is disgusting (laughs) but i I know at at this point i'm I'm like what the fuck is happening but he loses at the end of the day and so they get their house back and then for some reason the secretary is living with them and they're all having sex and it's a happy ending Oh, also the principal gets arrested because That's the good. the <laughs> the daughter had recorded him molesting her. So they they were finally they, who the fuck knows what happened to the dad. He's dead, I guess. The mom found someone better. I forgot to mention that the first time the mom had sex with the secretary, she like had a strap on and she's like fucking her and she's like, "I'm better than your husband, aren't I?" Oh my- I think I'm astrally projecting myself right now. I just, I like, what is happening? I hate I, this. That, I, I, listen, I was in Panera and I also hadn't very slept friendly. very much either. So there I am listening to the story and like oh. inside the pattern of the seat behind. And, I, you know, I just want to know really, like, who wrote this? And what was their purpose? Some Japanese dude. I know. And the I thing feel is, like their purpose was pretty obvious from the fact that they were writing porn. But what? But I mean, it's like soap opera level porn, though. Like, were these just people to... who wanted to write soap operas who couldn't, like, get the money to do it? And so now they're writing porn instead? No, no, no. You got to have your compelling story to go with your shitty porn, <laughs> I guess. Like, who needs that? Who's like, you know... I really want to beat the meat to this porn, but I can't because the story is just terrible. Stop. Stop. This has been a fun adventure, and I just cannot handle it. You already heard this story, Nikki. I told you. I did hear the story already. And it was... It was a terrible story. It was a terrible story the first time. <laughs> the worst story the second time. 
And that was an abbreviated version, too, just so you know. Apparently it was oh, four great. episodes was. long, and they were each 20 minutes long. Oh, it's it's animated? I thought it was like... No, it's it's animated. I thought it was like it's a, animated. It's an a doujin or something. No, it's hentai. It's animated hentai. Oh, great. That's so, even better. Yeah. The story was originally like 20 minutes long, I remember, because I was dying the whole time. <laughs> but I didn't want to... I mean, I, I had to spare the listeners, because, you know, this is a professional yes. podcast. You You're had so professional. To, thank you. I'm going to derail us, because I remembered something, because while you were telling the story that I already heard... I was on Pinterest the entire time because now I am on Pinterest because it's a great place to gather up pictures that I think work well with my D&D characters and I'm addicted. So I'm like, oh, this looks, this would be my stupid gay paladin in modern day time. So, so you're like a mom now. Yeah. Well, funny thing. I made a pirate and I'm really excited because I hope my friend Alex ends up DMing because they have this big world build they want to do and it's like Alex hurry up because I want to make this uh, pirate character and she's going to be amazing but also she's she'd totally be a wine mom and it's great <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway I'm just like liking pictures of wine and adding them to her little thing <laughs> like you don't understand <laughs> like listen shut the fuck up it's great like here, I'll I'll send. I mean, pictures. I only really use Pinterest for recipes, but okay. See, I'm it's, liking it's pictures good. of wine. No, like listen, I'm it's good for like figuring. It's listen, wow. it's for like look, look. It's it's fine. Like you do it, and it it gets you like that that look for your characters. See, I got one for Cassius and her sister. Wow. And then they got one for... <laughs> Shut up. Ka-chow. Shut up. I'm done. <laughs> I start, pour my heart and soul to you, and you insult me. <laughs> you start Pinteresting pictures of wedding stuff like my sister does? Or... No! Well, unless I make a cool character that like is married or something i don't <laughs> fucking know but probably not and you're just gonna start pinteresting pictures of owen wilson wow. <laughs> that's even more specific than my example what wow 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 it's pinterest wow. so as you guys know and i'm not afraid to say because you already know that i do this and people make fun of me i don't care i watch asmr videos to sleep <laughs> You know, those creepy ones where people breathe into your ears and tell you, like, have a wonderful night. Um, I almost made fun of you earlier when I was eating chips and making all these crunchy noises. ASMR. Um, but Nikki mentioned this Owen Wilson one. Like, it's a joke oh one, right? And I was like, oh, whatever. And then it came up on my feed on YouTube for no reason. I was like, oh, I have to watch this, right? <laughs> but it totally ruined my sleepiness because I was laughing so hard. Yeah, it was were. like, here's the sound of a paper towel being ripped. <laughs> wow. He's got like a little toy horse and he's like running it across the mic and he's like, here's the sound of a horse going clippity-clop. And <laughs> <laughs> so he narrates it all. This is uh, wow! I just this is so this is something else. Wow! Wow! wow. Like, I'm gonna eat this mar. I have these marshmallows left over from a campfire. <laughs> I hate it. 
it. Podcast a fucking mess. I hate it. It's stupid. It's so I'm good. I'm getting mad. And We're done. You're now blocked. I just like to talk to Nikki like I'm Owen Wilson. <laughs> this is the hell I must endure. I, mean, well, I know I, you guys don't re- don't really watch awesome games done quick or anything, but there was oh. one guy that uh, for his entire his his run of Jack and Daxter was a, a kind of a mess from start to finish. But at one point, he and his couch buddies started making Owen Wilson jokes and like doing an Owen Wilson impression and just oh, never no. stopped. And they got in really big trouble for it. And like, I think people were like <laughs> tweeting Owen Wilson or something because of it. But um. He's he was not invited back to the next oh. Games Done Quick event, and I just kind of wonder how much of it has to do with the constant Owen Wilson jokes. Oh my god! Like okay, but when you, I mean, what? Owen Wilson has a very particular way of speaking, and like, yes. wow! Like, how can he not just assume that people are going to do that? Like. It's hilarious when, and you know, it's kind of funny when Owen Wilson does it, but it's hilarious when people pretending to be Owen Wilson do it. Like, mm-hmm. just that, that's the only imitation of him we get. It's kind of like how Elvis impersonators, like, have this one-dimensional impersonation of Elvis. Same with, that's like, kind- Chris, Christopher Walken imp- impressions. Yeah. And, like, you know he doesn't always sound like that, but it's, like, the impersonation of this one like aspect of it is what makes it funny not like that owen wilson's a terrible person like i don't <laughs> i don't know owen wilson i don't want to mean tweet him like we were talking about mean tweets i was like i would never mean tweet owen wilson unless he did something really jerky but i don't mean tweet celebrities anyway it's not like they see them it's not like my well, apparently opinion. they do sometimes they on do that sometimes. one tv show <laughs> <laughs> celebrities read mean tweets as we were talking about before we started recording <laughs> good night to everyone except <laughs> oh. trying to keep it professional right. for you guys I think it's time for salt because we have gone so, way off track we, are, we need to steer this podcast back onto the road yeah. um, alright uh, Hakama our bullshit and for those of you not up to date on your Japanese terminology, hakama are the, like, pants that samurai wear, and I'm making one for my soifon costume, and they're bullshit. They're they just, like, bullshit. giant squares of fabric that you have to pleat a bazillion times, and it sucks, mm-hmm. and there's so many things you have to do to make it look right, and I think maybe the pattern I'm using isn't very good. I don't know. It's, it's a really kind of a strange pattern. Uh, meant for cosplayers, so it's not like a historically accurate one or anything. But, uh, yeah, I was fighting with that with my friend at my friend's house last Sunday, and it sucks, and I'm not looking forward to having to iron out all those pleats, because I've got them sewed in now. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not going anywhere, but now I have to iron them all the way down so they look nice, and that just, like, sounds like a nightmare right now. I hate pleats so much. <laughs> it's not fun and then at some point i'm probably gonna have to wash them so i'll have to do it all over again and that's just not gonna be a good time you should know that uh one time my dad i don't want to say my dad cosplayed but uh my dad is scottish and um 
he like for one year he wanted to wear a traditional kilt to the renaissance fair and like the way you have to do that is to lay out this big piece of fabric like it was went from one end of our living room to the other end of our living room and they have to pleat it all the way across and then he has to lay down and then like we like pin him into it and it was it was a my mom my mom was so (laughs) salty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but just like you saying like like i i have to pleat this again and it's gonna be awful I, i'm thinking about like uh, i'm imagining you doing that for some reason in my brain like just this tiny piece of fabric it's not quite that extensive but especially since it is sewed into a cohesive pair of pants i just want the pleats to look nice when i'm mm. finally wearing it Thankfully, it is um, microfiber, so it's it's microfiber bed sheets, so it is at least kind of easy to deal with. Um, it's light and it it's a little, it's a little slippery, so that's annoying, but um, it it isn't too much of a bother. Like I don't know, satin or mm. uh, linen or something would be where they just like fray if you look at them the wrong way. Um, oh my god! So. Yeah, got that to look forward to. I've been putting it off because I don't want to deal with it, but I got to do it. I got to finish them eventually. Um, what I really want to do is I want to start on the coat thing that they all wear with the uh, squad mm-hmm. seal on the back. I really want to start on that, but um, I got the lining fabric. So I found has this really pretty orange on the inside of her coat that I really yeah. like. So I got that fabric, uh, but the white fabric that I wanted to buy because I was looking for like a specific weights and texture and like stiffness. Mm. So I found this fabric that you would, I think what it's supposed to be used for is like co- collared button up blouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's that kind of like slightly stiffer, um, thicker cotton fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit stretchy and it's really nice, but it was only 30% off last week. Um, mm. So I couldn't use a coupon, but also it wasn't on sale enough for me to justify buying it. Yeah. Uh, especially since it's like six or seven dollars a yard and I need Oof. like five or six yards. Yeah. So it's got to be at least 40% off. Cosplay that, is pricey. Cosplay is expensive. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> um, that's why I don't buy a lot of video games. It all goes towards fabric. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, that, that sale is supposed to end today. So hopefully later this week, it'll either go off sale or go more on sale. Hopefully it won't be like when I was making my Malon costume trying to buy linen and they would end the 30% off sale on linen and then start a new 30% off sale on linen. Because that was bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I was so annoyed. Linen's even more expensive. God. I think it's because, like, I mean, these places are kind of going out of business. And so like to stay in business they're charging more for fabric but it's kind of like it's kind of like one of those things where it's like okay right but now people aren't going to buy it right yeah why not why don't they just do what like every uh respectable scummy department store does where they jack up the price and then put it on sale for the price it's supposed to be (laughs) i'm looking at you macy's looking at you macy's (laughs) and jc penny and cole's calling you out (laughs) Fuck off. <laughs> Pieces of shit. Corporate America. Yeah. Capitalism. Capitalist Lala fell. 
Stupid fucking potatoes. God. So <laughs> Gotta bring it back around to Final Fantasy fourteen, no matter what. It's my job now. I get paid in sorrow to do that. It's fine. But yeah, I, I'm hoping that that fabric goes off sale or more on sale so I can buy it because I really mm. want to get started on the coat thing. I was going to do like embroidery for the the Squad 2 seal mm. on the back. And I really, I just, I just want to, that's like the fun part of the costume. I want to get started on that. That and, and uh, Susan Mebachi. So uh, more on that next week, probably. Yeah. But... So then I, I've decided I'm not a huge fan of the of Nier's corpse run mechanic. Um, I don't know. I don't like the way that it's implemented in this game. It, I, I had one happen earlier when I was playing it where I got thrown so far back because I died and had to... And it wasn't like... I don't know. I don't feel like it made me learn anything because I just got really unlucky. So all I had to do was sprint back to my body again and because I'm not very far into the game, it was just like this weirdly harsh penalty with not really much benefit for picking up my corpse again. Because I haven't, like, done a lot with the chips and whatnot. Um, so I got back, like, 160 experience points, maybe? Whatever. And it, I don't know, I don't like it. And I'm kind of sick of the whole corpse run thing, and it's just... I think maybe I'm also just salty because a lot of people use that mechanic so that they could have an excuse to compare Nier to Dark Souls, and that makes me mad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Nier, Nier, Nier is not like Dark Souls. Let's not do that. But maybe I'll get used to it. I don't know. I don't know. Um... Is, am I alone in here? Did everybody disappear, or was it just Jesse that left? What? <laughs> You're not even listening? No, I'm here. <laughs> great, oh. I'm just talking to myself. No, this I was listening. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was actually checking on my squad in Final Fantasy. You're supposed to be podcasting. I am podcasting, I'm being so no, serious right now. I'm being so serious. Like you don't, don't here, I'm, professional on this podcast. I'm sorry. Like it was up because I was playing it before we started. I'm salty because Nikki's not paying attention to the podcast. While I'm, I'm paying talking. attention. You're talking about it's rude. It was very rude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Classic Nikki. Classic Nikki. There I go again. <laughs> Crap. Welcome back, Jesse. I just called out Nikki for not paying attention to me. <laughs> I was <God>. paying attention. <laughs> You super weren't. <laughs> this is my setup right now. She, she does this to me. Turn off too. your monitor. For God's Listen, sake. that's not a monitor. That's a 32 inch TV. <laughs> Turn it off. No, it's off. Behave. She, Stop she playing goes, Final Fantasy 14 while we're podcasting. I, I checked one thing. Stop. Stop. I stopped. I'm done. Stop. We're professionals, Nikki. I mean, you I just two. went to the bathroom and came back. You two are professionals. The anime titty car gods have infected our podcast, too. The remaining okay. members. Okay, the TV is off. It's off. Good. I'm being very professional right now. Good. Without Jake here, we're just a mess. Nikki <laughs> <laughs> can't pay attention to shit. Jake. <laughs> Who knew that he was the, the glue? He was the glue holding He's this podcast glue. together. <laughs> I thought we were doing pretty well. I was just not commenting on the last little bit. I'm sorry. 
But then Jesse left, so I'm just like, "Welp, I've been disconnected from Discord." No, I was. Oh, Kay, I'm so sorry. You hurt her feelings. I hurt. I hurt Kay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let's. We've run the podcast car off the cliff again. Let's get it back on the road. Oh, okay. Um, my coworkers are really into Pokemon Go. Um, they will go on when it's not like a hundred freaking degrees outside really smoggy they'll go on walks out at the park um because that park for some reason is a real hot spot for pokemon go and they'll go walk and they'll catch pokemon and they're really they're still really into it people who are thinking who still plays pokemon go my co-workers my co-workers <laughs> still play pokemon go I so i booted a... it up i booted it up for the first time in like almost a year Oof. um because finally i'm like maybe i should do that it would be a good excuse to like get out and walk around and not lay on the couch like a potato all the time. And it immediately crashed. And if that ain't the Pokemon Go experience, man, like... (laughs) It's like, did you miss me? That's just the whole Pokemon Go experience right there. You open the app, it doesn't load, and then it crashes to your desktop. (laughs) I did get it working. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but they do have the Johto Pokemon in there now. Mm-hmm. I booted it up and immediately found a Murkrow, which uh, ran away, so I didn't get to catch it. It's a shame, because I really like Murkrow. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll start playing that again, and we'll just, like, time travel back to last year when po- po- people cared about Pokemon Go. But, uh, hopefully, it, it, it clearly, its stability hasn't improved at all mm. in the year since it's been released. Um They've just kind of been adding more features to it, which is a little frustrating. I know it's a free app game, but, like, fucking get it together, Niantic. What are you doing? And They're, they're doing their best. They are, no, they're, they're really not. They're really company. not. They're small. Well, then why aren't they focusing on making it on stability instead of... I, I don't know. It's, stability's the big problem with the app, and they should really do something about it. And I don't know if you guys heard, but they had, like, a big event a couple weeks ago that they live-streamed and that, like, they sold tickets to, and that was a disaster. So mm. maybe like they should get it Was it, like, the Dash Con of... Well, it was a disaster in a different way from Dash Con. <laughs> okay. In that all these, like, all, like Dash Con, almost nobody showed up. Yeah. Um, but for Pokemon Go, like, a lot of people showed up. And that choked out the servers or whatever that they're using to run this game. So nobody could log in mm. or get the app to work. And they had, like, a timer on, like, okay, we've got these rare Pokemon that we're releasing. And you have, like, I don't know, whatever, 30 minutes to catch them. But nobody could log into the app. So they're like, well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my salt for this week so far. Well, I've been playing more Splatoon 2. I say that, but listen, Friday and Saturday, it took my brother being over here to get me to stop playing 14 long enough to play Splatoon 2. And it was a lot of fun. I love Splatoon. It's great. Um, There's this new game mode called Salmon Run, and uh, the goal is you... 
these salmon are coming in and they're trying to beat you up and so you you just shoot them and they explode into like eggs and you collect the eggs and then there are some that are like boss types and they have a gimmick to them and so there's two levels of tutorials that teaches you they te- it teaches you the mechanics for the boss it's like it, it holds your hand as like see this boss to beat this boss you got to throw a bomb in the thingy or this boss you want to go around it and then shoot him from behind and so it tells you so you you know exactly what you're getting into so when the bosses pop up it's like oh yeah i know how to handle this because i spent 20 minutes learning how to do it easy awesome no not awesome because i guess nobody fucking remembers how to do that because when my brother and i were playing people were not understanding the boss mechanics and it was ridiculous because it's not even hard mechanics it's like baby boss mechanics and they just nope not gonna do it not gonna do it like there's this one enemy where you need to throw an ink bomb into like it has like trash can canisters and they open up and like launch stuff at you so you want to lob an ink bomb into the like garbage can and it's like okay yeah that's fine well we encountered people a roller a freaking roller was standing there trying to splash it looking up it's like buddy what are you what are you doing did you even play the tutorial come on please um the other thing about the mode is you don't get to pick the weapon you use it gives you one of four weapons and uh you're stuck with that for the round and there's like four rounds i want to say no three there's three rounds and you have a goal for how many special eggs you want to get so like round one you want like five eggs round two maybe six round three it might be okay well now you need eight it just kind of depends it scales differently i'm not entirely sure how it decides that and if you don't get your quota because it's like you're working for this company and you're getting salmon eggs you work for Grizzco, which is pretty funny. Because it's a grizzly bear. So, it's it's pretty cool. So you do that. And um, so, my brother and I were encountering just people not understanding the bosses to get the eggs that we needed to get the quotas for. And we would lose right away. And it's like, why is this happening? Like, we you have to play through the tutorials to even play this game mode. Like, I don't... Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Children. It's okay. Um, so that that was a time. It was, it was pretty fun. It was good. It was a thing. It's okay. Um, we did do some regular, like, Splat Zone stuff, and that was fun. But, you know... It's, it's good. I'm getting better. Uh, I'm starting to score at the top of my group, which is good. I won one match, and so if your team wins, it just gives you a flat 1,000 points. So if you want to see how you you ranked against like everybody, like your team and the opponents, just subtract the 1,000 from you or from them if they win, and you can kind of get an idea of what you're doing. And I'm happy to say that a lot. I'm getting better to the point where I am scoring the highest out of everyone in the matchup, and it's it's good. Feels good, man. 
It's like, I yes. I wish I could play this with you. That'd be fun. Yeah. But I don't have a Switch. You gotta have a Switch, though. Yeah. Playing you video gotta... games with Nikki sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> but she backseat <laughs> games like a mofo. No! See, you got, that's why you gotta play multiplayer games, so I can't backseat game. You still... Chessy, what are you doing? And I'm like, that... That's my business. We were not playing. We were not playing together. Again, I'm afraid that if I play together, we're, nope. you're going to be like Jesse. Nope. We lost because of you. And I'll no, cry. I don't oh do that. God. You know what? Oddly enough, it's usually oh, we lost, and it's probably my fault. I I just it's I'm not ready to cry in of front of Nikki. It's it's the opposite of when I backseat game. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. you backseat game so much. No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be better. You're getting a lot of shit this episode, Nikki. I am. Like, Jesus. Nikki gets shit on. <laughs> Classic Nikki. Classic Nikki. Jesse, did you hear what happened? What is did you? It? You didn't listen to the last episode, did you? No, I didn't. Not yet. Some classic Nikki happened, so it's fine. Okay. Are you, so you're not spoiling it for me? Is that why you're Yeah, not I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's oh, okay. at the very end. So if you want to skip around, you can. Um, oh, what was I talking about? Oh, Backseat Gaming. Listen, you just need to play Final Fantasy because I am very good in that game and don't tell you what to do because hmm. I'm a tank and I have one job and that job is to not stand in bad. I'm afraid that what's going to happen is that I'll get into Final Fantasy XIV after you're already over it, and then just going to be no, like, <laughs> won't happen because I want to become a ninja next. That's my goal. I'm going to be paladin, and I'm going to be ninja, and then I'm going to be a red mage. Because actually, maybe I'll skip ninja and just jump into red mage. Because right now they are kind of the meta. Because Nikki wants to be a big dick red mage. Anyway, uh, Nikki just wants a big dick. <laughs> Splatoon. It's good. I need to play more. Um, but my biggest salt with Final Fantasy right now is that I'm a lower level than two of my friends, three of my friends, because they're sitting at level 70, so they get to do all the fun and game raids, and they're, like, farming for ponies. Because you can get these really cool horses! So you don't have to ride a chocobo, you can ride a horse. And I helped them with Leviathan the other day, and that was so much fun. Now I have a, a shiny water pony, and it's really cool. And I want to do the other ones, but I'm too low of a level to actually be any help. So, like, at this point, I'd just be holding them back. So I want to hurry up and get to level 70, and it's just taking a long time. <sighs> uh, but that's fine. It's okay. Um, I did encounter... I keep encountering healers that want to be tanks, which, that's not fun. Because... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like, an Overwatch as well. Yeah, like, I was just thinking of that video of Zenyatta being a tank, <laughs> right? Like, I don't, I don't, I feel like maybe I talked about this already, but maybe I didn't. I don't remember anymore. It all just starts to blur together. But like, I was playing. It's like this cool snow level, and it's kind of stressful, but for the most part, not. Because, like, the music is really relaxing, and it's like, oh, this is going to be fine. Except our healer decided that, no, 
I'm tank now, and they would rush the enemies, so I'd have to fight them for aggro of the enemies, and it was awful, and we all wiped, like, five times, and it was the worst experience, and I hated it. Um, and then after that, it was just like, oh my god, like, I was in voice chat with my friends, I'm just like, Steph, I'm so sorry, you, you're the best healer, I, I'm sorry if I ever give you crap, because I miss you, I miss you healing me, you give me the good heals. Um... So that sucked. Uh, God, I don't. The word bukake is on the Google Doc, and I want you to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is another example of non tanks wanting to be tanks. Um, So, bukake manner is actually, it's like hakote manner, something like that, or hokake. It's, anyway. Bukake Manor. It was something Manor, and my friend was just like, Bukake Manor, so now that's the name. We call it Bukake Manor. Um, But Steph and I were running through it because she needed it for her bard that she started up since she's level 70, so now she's having fun trying different classes, um, even though White Mage is like her favorite still. But um, So we were running through Bukake Manor, and we got... So it's kind of cool. If you're a new player, you get this little sprout icon next to your name. So people know that you're a newbie to the game or that you made a new character, I guess. But uh, so we had these two baby players. And it's like, OK, so I'm I'm a sprout, but I know the mechanics. I have my friends walk me through a lot of the things. But these two sprouts, it was their first time at the manor. They didn't understand how the manor worked. And we had this one guy who decided, I want to run ahead all the time. Yeah. And it was a low, it's like a level 30 dungeon, so it's not that big of a deal, but he kept running ahead and getting in trouble and pulling things that he shouldn't have been pulling. And the only reason we were really worried was because Steph wasn't playing her white mage, she was playing a bard, so she was being DPS instead of Mm. on heals. And the white mage we had, I don't even think they were a white mage, I think they were like one of the other healing classes that are not as good so they were having trouble keeping up with having to heal and just having to fight this little he was a black mage that's what it was having to fight this black mage for aggro was awful and the the gimmick for the mansion is you have to collect keys and some doors lead you to stupid bullshit that you don't need and then there's you know the door that you need and so we'd gather a key and little black mage would be like "Ooh, key i'm gonna open this door and we're just like no that's not the door we need to open so this dungeon that should have taken 15 minutes tops ended up taking 30 to 40 minutes and it was hell and we were just like it's time to go and i was almost to my breaking point because this stupid black mage i almost hopped into chat and was like hey pal you want to be tank and be my guest because I'm done. I'm just going to stand back and let you do it. You're fine. You're golden. Don't just die. I don't even care anymore. But I didn't. But I, you know, it helps when you're in voice chat with friends because you can say all these things and then not actually follow through with them in game. So there's Bukake Manor. It's a lot less exciting than I imagine you thought it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh that's that's my salt oh well i'm gonna continue this trend of uh shitting on nikki to 
to shit on dream Nikki because last night I had a dream. This is the first part of myself. Last night I had a dream that it's actually what I woke up to this morning that uh, I, for some reason, I was in this school that like I also had to sleep in, right? And Nikki and I were sharing a bed. Like that was our sleeping, like, like all the students had sleeping arrangements, right? And I come back and for some reason I know that Nikki has let Buddy sleep in my spot, right? And like it's covered in dog hair and smells like butt because I'm sorry, buddy, but that's what he smells like. <laughs> he smells like he swamp does. butt. He and, does. and like I'm like Nikki, why did you let Buddy sleep in my spot? And she's like, well, you don't have to be so aggressive about it. And I'm like, now I have to wash everything. Like, why are you doing this to me? And you just got so angry at me, right? Because. I start pulling my covers off the bed and my pillow and everything because you let you let swamp butt buddy sleep on my pillow too. And so I'm like, I have to throw them all in the washing machine and you're like super angry at me. Like you're real aggro about this. I'm like, what is going on? A lot of other stuff happened in this dream, but like I just wanted to mention that part because I was so – and when I woke up, I was so angry because you know how sometimes like when you have a dream, like you wake up with the residual feeling of what you're feeling. I woke up angry and sad. Because oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, just, I did nothing wrong, but I'm sorry. I was like, why is Dream Nikki shitting on me right now? Like, <laughs> Is that why I didn't hear from you all day? <laughs> <laughs> I was just so angry. I'm fine now, but... <laughs> um, so that's my first piece of salt is... Nikki, classic Nikki, classic Nikki, Ba-dum. classic dream Nikki, classic dream Nikki. <laughs> I I feel like I just I just feel like I needed to let you know. Um, oh god! And so my other piece of salt. Uh, I know I started off talking about my favorite parts of Atomic Blonde. Now I'm gonna talk about the parts that peeved me, and it's really only one thing, my dudes. I know what thing. Yeah, and you guys know really what it is because I I'm you've been not, talking about it on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not shy. when you said you were going to see it. I knew it would be. What yeah, me. I'm not shy about talking about this stuff on Twitter. You know, I sometimes I worry that like, especially since I know you guys have like a lot of male listeners, I don't want them to think I'm shitting on them. Like, like that's I just want to start by saying like I don't I don't want ooh I just slapped my mic. I don't. <laughs> I don't want you to think like I'm I'm shitting on anybody. Like I just want to I just want to talk about this. And I think like especially if I enjoy things, I'm more than welcome to talk about things that are like not as my not my favorite parts of these things that I enjoy. And uh and I know like a lot of you might not care like about the the like barrier gaze thing. Um but for those of you who don't know, barrier gaze is a name for the trope um where Essentially, you have lesbians on a TV show or a movie, um, but it can be also be gays, uh, and th- basically one of them dies or both of them dies. Um, a good example of this was The 100. If you watch The 100, like, immediately after the two girls got together, one of them died. Um, it's it's very common. It comes from this, this place of, uh, historically, you weren't allowed... You, would, you couldn't get something published as a writer about um, lesbians or gays, but especially this uh, had an origin in um, female writers writing about women where publishers would be like, okay, we can publish this only if something like bad happens because of it. 
um, for morality reasons, because there used to be a lot of censorship based on morality. And I feel like, I mean, there still is, but it used to be more prevalent. Um, and it's just something that never really went away. And you think about it, a lot of films of where, like, either, like, it has to end sad um, or somebody literally dies. Like, there's a joke on I, that went around Twitter um, and Tumblr that's like, how do you know if a character is a lesbian? Fire a bullet in any direction and see if it hits her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, and I, and I think, like, I try not to let it bother me, but it, it really kind of depresses me that, like, oh, I, like, when you, I see someone on TV or in a movie and I'm like, oh, they're like me and I get excited and then they die and I'm like, oh, you want me dead. Like, <laughs> and, um, so I, I guess I just, I have a problem with it. I mean, I feel like that's fair. And especially since I saw The Handmaiden, like, it made me up my standards. Because I'm like, where's America's balls? Like, where's your balls to have a movie that isn't horrifically depressing about gays, you know? Um, so, I but I went to see Atomic Blonde knowing that there would be barrier gays. Um, someone told me before. And, uh, but, you know, I really wanted to see it because it, everything else about it was my jam. I love Charlize Theron. Um, and I love Sophia and I, I just really wanted to see it. And so, um, I just, because I liked it so much as like an action film, like everything else about it was so likable, um, from the way they choreographed her fighting so that she fought like a woman would fight in the sense that like, she may not have the pure like strength that some of the men fighting do, but she utilizes objects around her. Like it was very believable fighting. Um, and I know a lot of women have, um, who are fighters have actually come out and said like, oh, this, they actually choreographed this really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the music, like I said, was great. And I, I was really enjoying it, but just to have this character just uh, <laughs> die kind of unnecessarily. And I know that, um, people were talking about, well, it's based on this comic and the character in the comics, like this white dude and he dies too. And so, you should just be happy that there was a lesbian in the movie. And I was like, right. But if you change it to like, if you even change the character, like a woman of color, like you could change like little aspects of the plot, you know? Um, so that, I, I mean, like it kind of defeats the purpose to just like change one trope to exchange it for the dead lesbian trope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The fact yeah. that it was faithful to the source material does not erase the fact that it's part of this problematic trend in a lot of these types of media. Yeah, you and know. I think, and I think they were trying. This is a sticky issue for me, and I've I, I think I addressed that a little bit because um, I think it was a sticky issue for them. They were trying to diversify it, although there were a lot of characters they could have picked, including the main um, character, to diversify the cast, and they picked the one uh, person who's going to die horribly, yeah. <laughs> who didn't necessarily need to die. I mean, other people die, but it's like okay. Like, you pick this character because they're the kind of the throwaway character. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, it it all comes down to, like, you know, they have this lesbian sex scene, which I am. I, I, I don't want to talk about too much because I don't want to ruin the movie. But I want to tell you the position they were in. And I this isn't, this isn't going to be rated NC-17. I just want you to know that they were fully clothed. And Charlize Theron is laying on the bed with her back to the bed. And Sophia is laying on top of her with her back to Charlize Theron's front. And I'm like, what are they doing? What is happening? Like, the, do I need, do I need to, do just somebody, 
I feel like I want the job of lesbian sex advisor. So if there's lesbian <laughs> sex in a movie and, you know, like, <laughs> um, the director has never seen actual lesbian sex before in their life, uh, they can call me and I can be like, nothing is being aroused right now. Like, nothing is happening. <laughs> Here's a chart of where the clitoris is. Let me help you find it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, and I was For just, real, though. And like, like I said, I think seeing the handmaiding before this movie just set, it just set my bar too high for like everything. Um, I'm like, this is the most unrealistic, awkward lesbian sex I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. No. Um, and it, it just, it just looks good. Like it just looks sexy. And if there was a penis involved, it would have like worked, you know, but there wasn't. So, cause these were both cis women. Um, and so I, I just, it becomes this thing where it's like, okay, you know that just because this looks hot, it wasn't even meant to be for actual women who like women. It's a sex scene to sell the movie to straight men. And that is even more frustrating to me because now you've you've endorsed this trope of like killing lesbians and you also are selling my sexuality as a selling point for your movie. And as it's not even my actual, like it's like a parody of my sexuality and uh, my dad said something really funny about that because I, I was talking to him and my dad's like, that's what porn, lesbian porn for straight guys is for. Like, it already exists. You don't need it in movies. I'm like, oh, my God, dad. But he's right. Like, that's exactly what it is. Um, and so I, I guess I'm just booty tickled about it. Um, <laughs> I'm booty tickled about it. And I'm sorry. That's not it's not funny, I, I guess. Like, I, I, I don't have any entertaining, snappy things to say about that, but. It's just a, it's just an issue that really bothers me, and I think it bothered me more because I would have really, really loved the film, you know. Um, but I just I and I I should just go to films now with no expectations, so I can be pleasantly surprised, I guess. Uh, but I I mean I still if you if you guys want to watch a fun summer movie, uh, Atomic Blonde is still a fun summer movie. Um, although. Oh, sorry. Sorry. If you go into a movie with no expectations, you might still get disappointed. I.e., me when my mom took me to see Transformers Two. <laughs> well, that was Transformers. I, I expected nothing, and I was still disappointed. <laughs> Trans. I. I admit Transformers. Those are just disappointing. So they're quite bad. Yeah, they're quite bad. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that is kind of like shooting fish in a barrel to bring those movies up at all. But um, yeah, I mean, don't. Sometimes even going into a movie with no expectations is dangerous. Yeah, I and you know, I think I just had too high expectations for this film because um, I was really pumped for it. But it was a fun, it's a fun action film. And you know, like I said earlier, I love to get my ass kicked by Charlize Theron. Uh, the only thing is, is that everyone was confused by the ending. I won't tell you what it is, but it, it wasn't that hard to figure out. There was a lot of, like, what the fuck, but it wasn't that hard to figure out. But, like, people have had to make videos explaining the ending of Atomic Blonde, which I think is hilarious. So, uh, tweet at me if you if you saw the movie and you think it's funny that people don't understand the ending. Um, <laughs> uh, but my last piece of salt, um, I, I'm sorry, you guys. I just haven't been as funny as, as I usually am, I guess. Uh, it's totally But my fine. last piece of salt is um, talking about... Uh, some some comic things that i think are really funny uh it and that and it's that uh you know like a lot of the especially the big two are talking about like how they can't sell comics right and uh and i i 
and I realize there's it's, it's really funny to me that people are always like oh keep politics out of comics um, because comic books and if if y'all want to really talk to me about something I know a lot about uh, historically because I wrote like an anthropological historical study on comic books um, for a, for like a huge presentation uh, comic books were really a, a response to political issues like Superman right. was a response to the Great Depression and Captain America was a response to World War II. Like, it doesn't get any more political than Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Like, right. I don't, I don't, and like, continuing in Captain America's history, you know, he joined the civil rights movement with Falcon and was out there saying, like, sometimes the government makes decisions that aren't the best decisions for the people. And then I stand with the people. But I think that's been missing from comics a lot. And people are saying, well, you know, it's good to keep politics out of comics. And it's good to keep social issues out of comics. And I'm like, the entirety of X-Men is a metaphor for other social issues that were happening at the time that it was created. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, I, I feel like people wonder why people aren't relating to comics the way they used to. And I'm like, well, because comics used to talk about the culture we were in. Even the fucking 90s comics i have i i wish i could have more time to talk about why 90s comics make me ill but uh <laughs> there's a lot of reasons there's a lot of reasons but at least like even that whole like we're getting gritty thing reflected the the nature of the 90s and i feel like now you know a lot of people especially like i haven't picked up anything from the big two in a really long time except maybe miss marvel um just because it's just it's unrelatable like i can't i can't like plug in anywhere and there's a lot to be said for like oh you know we'll let storytellers tell tell their stories but like making captain america a nazi isn't something i really needed right now in 2017 you know what i'm saying jeez and they're like trying to divorce it trying to be like oh but hydra there's they're not they're not Nazis, and it's like, listen, people are people are mostly familiar these days with Captain America because of the movies, yeah. and the Hydra are obviously supposed to be Nazis yes. in the movies. You cannot escape that association anymore. You should not even try. Or like when they were like, oh, let's make Magneto part, Magneto part of Hydra, and I'm like, he that literally was, was in a concentration camp, my dudes. Like, he has numbers on his arm, my dudes. I, like, I just... I, how could you be so stupid? It, and like, minds. They lost their minds. And I, I get it. It's a desperate grab for attention. I mean, it's hard to sell comics. Um, it's And, like, you know, I, I grew up in a time where comics are really dying, you know? Um, except maybe the comic book movies are having a renaissance, but selling comics is really hard. And... Uh, I remember reading a ton into DC because I just wanted to get into comics. And then immediately the New 52 happened, but it didn't really fix anything. It kind of um, made a lot of things worse. Yeah, it made a lot of things worse. And I had a similar comic book origin story where I started picking up trade paperbacks and yada yada. And then the New 52 came out and I was like, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, because I was at Comic-Con the year they launched the New 52, like the year they were talking about it. Um, and... 
I, I, you know, I was getting kind of excited because this was going to be a good point for people to jump into comics, you know, but it wasn't. And it ended up being not. And then Marvel did Marvel Now, which I thought, okay, well, this will be a good point for people to jump into comics, but it wasn't really. And then right away, they're like Civil War 2. And I'm like, this is, you're confusing the hell out of people right now. Um, and it just, every time I pick up a, a comic from the main, the, the big two, I'm like, do you even know what the zeitgeist is right now? Like, are you, are all the writers living in a box? I'm never going to get a job in comics now, but, <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't know if, I mean, there's a lot in the comics industry that doesn't really have to do with the writers or the artists. So I don't necessarily entirely blame them. Um, I think a lot of it is a corporate issue as well. Right, but like, it just, um, yeah. sorry, a problem I was having was the one new 52 comic series that I kind of liked was Animal Man, mm. and I was into that for a long time, but it started to cross over with Swamp Thing, and I didn't want to buy Swamp Thing, but it started to feel like it was going to be necessary to read and keep up with Swamp Thing mm. in order to keep up with Animal Man, and so I just quit both of them. Yeah, and it's like, I feel like a lot of people have similar stories where they just, it's a corporate thing, most mm-hmm. likely, where corporate's like, you got to sell more comics, so you got to do crossovers, you got to have all, like, these story arcs continue across multiple books, but people don't have time or money or patience for that shit, and it doesn't yeah. really work. Yeah, because, like, especially with Civil War 2, like, I was reading Miss Marvel, and it's like, shit, I have to pick up Captain Marvel. And I was doing, I was picking up Captain Marvel for a, a good long time because uh, Chris Anka was doing the art for it. And uh, I really like him. Like, I have a signed print in my room of Captain Marvel. Uh, but it just, it became this thing. And, like, everybody's kind of, I don't want to say out of character, but there's a lot of OOC going on that, you know. I'm cool that was with. a problem in the first Captain, uh, Civil War as well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. In the first Civil War, they had the same problem. I'm like, why do they keep doing this to themselves? And maybe I don't understand. Maybe I have to be in the industry to understand. Uh, but I think it's just funny that they're like, oh, you know, we're going to keep politics out of comics. and We're going to keep social issues out of comics and uh, people will buy more comics. But that it didn't work for them. And I don't, I don't know how to fix the problem, you know? And it took me so long to get into comics um, because I remember the first time I would go into a comic book store, like when I first started wanting to get into comics, uh, like guys would laugh at me. They would be really <sighs> condescending to me. Oh. And it, it, was, it was not encouraging. Like I was afraid to go into comic book stores. That sounds so embarrassing, but I was afraid. It wasn't until, you know, like junior high was buying uh, comics out of the like they don't do this anymore but in barnes and noble they used to have singles uh single issues in over by the magazines um which i don't really i've never seen them at barnes and noble like since i worked there a while ago um that's another problem is that you have to go to a specialty comic shop to buy single issues a lot of the times and people don't do that if if they were selling them at like magazine stands like they used to yeah but they don't do that so and uh I, I, but in high school, though, I was fortunate to, um, there was a comic book shop right down the street from my high school. Uh, they were very nice. And, you know, they have, they had a lot of different people working there, men and women. And I, and I, I want to say that it is getting better as far as like who can go into comic book shops and feel comfortable, you know, but they're still, it's still like such a niche thing. It's a lot of white. And it's a lot of mail, <laughs> um, even when I go to Comic-Con. And I I just feel like it's 
and I've been talking about this since high school, so it's kind of funny that like they're just they're just ignoring, like I said, the zeitgeist of the times, you know. Um, so I I guess it's just funny to me because a lot of people now are talking about like why aren't comic books selling like they used to or millennials killing comics and I'm like the industry. That's <laughs> yeah, always our them. fault. <laughs> yeah, it's always our fault. It's uh, totally our fault. And you have to, like, you have to push it if you're going to sell people something for three ninety nine. That's 20 pages and they read it in, like, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I want this industry to be alive by the time I'm out of out of college to work in it. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's really my passion, I think. Um, but sorry, that was kind of a long, but. That's I all right. Just, it's uh, good. It wasn't even funny. I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't have any titty jokes this time <laughs> you did have the hentai story though yeah i did you, have the hentai you got it all story. the way in the pre-salt with your hentai story so you're fine all right i guess it's time to move on to some imported salts yeah Give us who wants to take goods. the first one i mean i can do it okay okay this one's from tentacle mom at or some say cosm I'm salty that this is the first winter in, like, six years where the temperature has changed by more than five degrees. So my D&D group keeps getting sick on a rotation, so I haven't gotten to play for, like, a month. I got my DM a present, and I've had to keep it a secret for so long. I just want to give it to her. OMG, I'm so bad at surprises. <laughs> Wait, do they live in Australia or something? Yeah! Yeah. Oh! Yeah, she does. She lives in Australia. Yeah, because I'm like, it's winter, Australia. Australia. Yeah, it is definitely not winter here. Holy shit, it was like 100 degrees today. (laughs) It was 100 here. It was like, yeah. My friend is from Australia, and I'm like, what is Christmas like for you guys? Because it's like, she's like, it's miserable because there's like Santa Claus and snow everywhere, (laughs) but like, it's not snowing because it's summer. (laughs) I I don't even know if it snows in Australia. And she says they have Surf Santa. And I don't know if she's just trolling me or if that's real, but. (laughs) Surf Santa. I mean, no. Frankly. (laughs) Surf Santa. Is that really a thing? I, I believe that it's a real thing. That sounds like something that would happen. I mean, what choice do they have? They got, like, biker Santa and stuff, don't they, so... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jeezum. Tentacle Mom, you gotta tell us a Surf Tentacle Santa Mom, real. tell You're us a, a Surf Santa is real. You're Cryptid a contact. Real. <laughs> You're a contact. You're the only Australian we know. <laughs> oh god. View it. I'm bad at surprises, too, so I understand that, that suffering. Yeah, me too. I have a really gift. bad poker face. Yeah, I always want people to, like, open the thing that I get them or I don't know it's like you should just just do it just do it um yeah I, I hope your D&D group gets better so you can actually play some D&D and then we've got someone else yeah we got one more who's got one. this I, I got it. it no I oh got God, it it's Kay's turn Nikki <laughs> okay Right. Uh, this one was last minute. I checked um, at some point while we were recording and found it. So that's, yay, glad, good thing I thought to check the Twitter. It's like I psychically yeah. know it was there. Adrian Alvarez, or at Raynor, I'm not sure if I should pronounce that Raynor1337 or I should pronounce it Raynor Leet, but <laughs> that guy. Um, pronounce it Leet. <laughs> at at Raynor Leet says, <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> I 
I was play. I believe that is Player Unlimited Battleground. Yes. And I spilled the salt shaker, and now I'm salty. <laughs> oh, rimshot. Uh, <laughs> I I'm glad you read that because I was like pug. Someone spelled pug wrong. You know, it's it's funny because I'm just like I don't know what that stands for. And then as you were saying, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I believe it is Player Unlimited Battleground. I, I, could be I wrong. think it is. Like I should know because we're in a Discord server together, and he's been talking about it a lot. So I'm so out of the loop, you guys. I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm vaguely familiar with this game because it was really popular for streaming for. It, or it has been for quite a while because it's yeah. like funny, but basically they dump you into this map that progressively shrinks, mm-hmm. and you have to. It's a, kind of a free for all. You have to uh, murder. You know, it's a shooter. You have to survive, and whoever's left standing is the winner. Oh um, my god! And it is, you... it is coming out on consoles pretty soon, if I remember correctly. Did you guys see this? Remind this game reminds me of I was out, so I I told you I was at the theater watching the Mads. Mm-hmm. Um, like that snowman one but there was also this one for this movie sorry if you heard my stomach growl guys um there was also this one for this movie where like i think it's a disney movie but they had all of these like copyrighted characters from different pop culture things which i thought was super weird but mm-hmm. it's like Rocket ralph 2 no they they came from it's like this live action kid uh it, they're living in the stacks, which is like a stack of cars that are like apartments. And the big thing to do is to go online and like what? live in this other world where everybody erases these cars. I don't. Oh, and there's no. and there's like hold. It's like the what is the name of this movie? Um, this sounds terrible. And I I thought. Uh, wait, maybe it'll, like, show up? No, I, I think it's a Disney movie, but I can't, um, re- Ready Start or something? Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Um, I don't even know what this movie's really about. Uh, it's a book. I heard it was getting a movie adaptation. Yeah, they, and, like, I don't know how they were able to get all of these, like, copyrighted um characters but they they were um but i i just saw it and i felt like i saw the whole movie in the trailer but that's what that reminded me of like it's i i just i don't know what any of it meant (laughs) i think my favorite um whenever somebody brings up uh movies with copyrighted characters in them i always think about food fight and i just (laughs) yeah same i was watching that thing I was watching that in like a live stream at some point. Don't don't ask me how this happened. It was for a podcast that I I like to listen to, and somebody said um, that the like Wayne Brady character was just a ripoff because they couldn't get Chester Cheetah. And I'm like, no, they did get Chester Cheetah, but Cheetos pulled their advertising at the last second, and it was they're just like, what are you saying? <laughs> It's just like to heap on top of the entire disaster that is the food fight movie. No, they got Chester Cheetah. They just didn't keep him. That's so sad. <laughs> it's like the emoji movie, which has got zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is impressive. It is impressive. I just to the, live in this world that we are living in now. I always tweet about this, and I've been talking about this for a long time, but this world is my villain origin story. For real. 
<laughs> Every day I become saltier. Same. <laughs> That's why I picked the Beast's Embrace rune as a tattoo over anything else. <laughs> I've become beastly in this year under this, this world. Oh, I saw yeah. this. They no, imagine, I remember this. Imagine losing your virginity to the emoji. Should I read this? Do yes. Not. No, do, don't. I can't. Read it. <clears throat> no. Um, imagine losing your virginity to the emojis. Not oh safe for work. Jesse, don't read it like that. Gene would be, <laughs> would be just as nervous as Make you. Make it more sensual. Oh, no. Gene would be just as nervous as you. Maybe even more. He'd pick a romantic location, light candles, and make sure the music put you guys in the mood. <laughs> there goes my voice acting career. <laughs> I would hire you based on that. <laughs> this asshole is good at trolling. You're hired. <sighs> I love how that's all that's there on that Tumblr post, and the person underneath is just like, can somebody please tell me what the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, this podcast is a disaster. (laughs) And now we also have to save Drake. Drake. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jake. You know when that hotline blinks. I love Jake so much too. I was just thinking about how much I love Jake, and now I've called him Drake twice. We miss you, Drake. (laughs) That was a weird laugh. I'm sorry. Let's let's do our outro thing, and then we'll go rescue Jake. Okay. (laughs) Wait. So we should probably talk about our weapon of choice, right? To rescue Jake. I almost said Drake again. <laughs> we gotta rescue Jake and We're watch Degrassi. <laughs> We're the worst rescue team of all time. Yeah. <laughs> right, Jake is the real Drake in my heart. Kay should lead us out because Kay's the only responsible one of any of us. I'm the oldest here, I think. So Not mentally. Technically <laughs> hosting this podcast. <laughs> it's true. All right, if, you, great if you would like to peruse more of my brand on the internet, you can find me on Twitter as at Humanity Upgrade. Uh, and you can also find my cosplay Facebook page, which is Crow Feather Cosplay, like the set that Eileen the Crow wears. I did get okay. one person DMing me like, what did you say your cosplay page was? I couldn't understand you. So I thought it'd be a bit more clear this time. Crow Feather Cosplay, if you would like to follow Ta-ta! my cosplay. Yes, like that. <laughs> the bird. And what's your weapon that you're bringing to rescue Jake? Uh, I don't have any weapons. What the hell? Um, I guess. Uh, what's the axe thing from the Adventure Zone? The rail splitter? We'll, we'll go with that. All right. <laughs> okay, Nikki, where we, can we find Crickets. you? Oh. Be uh, a professional. No, I thought you were going to go because you said all right. You you frigged me up. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lost Panda. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Tumblr's dying. My Tumblr is dead lately because I... T- Twitter and Final Fantasy 14 are where you can find me. So, 
if you're on Leviathan, you should friend me because we can have good times. Good Final Fantasy 14 times. You should join our free company. It's called No Hetero, but if you're hetero, you can still come. Probably, I don't know. It's not my free company. Uh, yeah, Jesse. No go. heteros are not Wait, allowed. Wait, what? No what weapon are you bringing? Are you bringing a big fuck off sword? I know you love big yeah. fuck off swords. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm. Uh, I'm Jesse. I forgot my own name there for a second. <laughs> you can Jesse find Grayson, me. the best daddy. <laughs> you can find me at at Filthy Wizard on Twitter and um at and Filthy Magic user on Tumblr because someone had Filthy Wizard and it literally just has a picture of a wizard and no content, which makes me salty. Oh um, no! So at Filthy Wizard on Twitter. Filthy magic user on Tumblr, and uh, since I'm a filthy magic user, I'm I'm bringing a magic staff. Oh, I should bring my uh, flogger staff from D and D. Dick, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm so. And as for the podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Salt because somebody had already taken the salt report, which makes all of us very salty. Um, send us send us your comments. We read them every week. You can DM us. DMs are open. Uh, you can email us. And I cannot remember the email, so maybe you can't. <laughs> this is where I fall apart. We you can find us on Fireside. At the salt report.fireside.fm. And Jake, I really appreciate you because this is hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I, I want to so host next time. Salt. I want to host next time. At Podcast Salt on Twitter. Um, check us out there. We're on iTunes. Leave us a little review if you, if you like or subscribe. Or you can also listen to us on Fireside, as I already said. Like a thousand times. I am so sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> no, you're Thank you for great. listening. Good night. You're doing so good. Bye. Oh, bye. Good night, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
tail dogs, they proceed to go whole hog. Even though she's a mercy main, she's currently working on her tank game. Then K swings her weapon, bringing the pain. It's clobbering time, and her clothes are bloodstained. Saying, I'm K, remember the name. Powered by her beast room, set aflame. Jesse sees the anime titty car god. Then she smiles, which we think is odd. She summons her power as a filthy wizard. Attacks a god and actually scissor kicks her. Just in case you just grasped the picture. The salt report stands as a victor. I knew they wouldn't let me down. My co-host, yeah, they take the crown. So we head to the interdimensional portal, which I can't comprehend because I'm a mere mortal. Finally home at last. Take the time to edit this podcast. Now there's something we need you to do. Leave us five stars in an iTunes review. And yet, unbeknownst to the podcast, Nikki got the anime titty car gods number.